When people talk about hope, they often mean optimism. Optimism is a wager that things will turn out for the best, even if we currently don't know what the best is. Hope is different. It's the conviction that God will bring forward good things from the end of history. Those good things are a foretaste of what will one day be ours forever. We hope in what will always be. We hope in what will never pass away. When we look up into the wide blue yonder and feel how small we are and ask, what's the point of it all? Where's it all going? Jesus gives us an answer. His word for this is kingdom. Kingdom is where we are utterly with God, with ourselves, with one another and with the renewed creation. It's not the same as creation because it's not just the way things were meant to be, it's the way God makes things after they've gone wrong. In the kingdom, we don't have perfect bodies and spotless characters. We find that God has improvised on our flawed bodies and fragile characters and made us into something beautiful together. When we glimpse moments like that, we sense we've got a glimpse of the kingdom. That's what hope is. Dietrich Bonhoeffer describes that hope when he writes of where he places his trust in his prison cell, months before his execution by the Nazis on the eve of the Second World War, by gracious powers.
There are two phrases that leap out of the Old Testament and that Jesus uses over and over again. The first is, be not afraid. Think of his words at the Last Supper, do not let your hearts be troubled. The second is, I will be with you. Think of his words on the Mount of Ascension, I will be with you always to the end of time. We understandably want God to fix everything, extinguish the coronavirus, make everyone well. But what we get instead is God's promise to be with us now, and to have in store for us such things as pass our understanding. In the end, there's only one thing to be afraid of, that God won't be with us. And hope is the conviction that that will never happen. The firmest articulation of this in the Old Testament is Psalm 23, in which God the Good Shepherd is with us in green pastures, beside still waters, in right pathways, and finally in the valley of the shadow of death. Goodness and mercy follow us all the days of our life. In other words, we can't escape them. They come and find us. One of the most fascinating episodes in the Old Testament is in Jeremiah chapter 8, where Jeremiah laments the destruction of Jerusalem and wonders if there might be some comfort in Gilead, beyond the Jordan. But God then says, Oh, that my head were a spring of water and my eyes a fountain of tears, so that I might weep day and night for the slain of my poor people. It seems the waters of baptism come from the tears of God. 
For some, this is the opposite of hope, that God seems as powerless and grief-stricken as we are. But a better way to think of it is that if we see God cares at least as deeply as we do, we can trust that all things shall finally be well.